0: The vibes. It's just like you're in church. Listen to that. It's incredible. I feel like I'm watching... (laughs) I feel like I'm watching another great Tom Cruise movie where it felt like we went to church. Do you remember that, Mitch? Mm, mm,
1: mm, Sweet American military industrial complex, (laughs) sweep over me.
0: (laughs) This intro is already like completely ruined. We've already just. This is so off book. But listen to these angelic chords as you get swept away by the US Navy. Oh <laughs>
2: you
0: know how fast this motorcycle was going when this was playing? It was crazy. It was dangerous speed. Hello, welcome back to them in another one. Where each week we discuss an forgotten installment in a franchise and see if you should check it out for yourself. And this music is too loud. I'm one of your hosts. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Corey, and they're called Orders Maverick. And with me, I've got Mitch.
1: In the words of, I'm not sure what his name is, the nervous control board guy. The nervous control board guy? Put that in your Pentagon budget. Because we love the military industrial complex. <laughs> um, they made another one, and we also love clean coal. It was
0: good to really, hear it for clean, clean coal. coal? <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> it's so weird that he said that whole they made another one bit in the movie. I thought that was a really weird, I don't know, maybe they're just fans. And we have a very special guest with us. Liam is not here. <laughs> he is, um. he's just not here. It doesn't have to be a bit every time. Like he I'm was sick tra- of making excuses. He at was this trapped point. in a car. He was lost in a forest. He was on jury duty. No, he's just not here. But we do have a very special guest here with us. A very good friend. Somebody who <laughs> could not. I'm gonna put words right in her mouth. Could not be more excited to talk about Top Gun: Maverick today. <laughs>
3: i really couldn't be
0: cassie hello welcome to they made another one hi do you have a quote you want to say at all
3: uh he's the fastest man alive he
0: so is you're so right (laughs) this is a beautiful thing isn't it mitch he's the fastest fucking man alive
1: he was really fast for me because i had to watch the first 20 minutes at 1.5 speed so he was
0: even faster yeah does that mean the dark star program was even more of a success At 1.5 times speed. I, Ed Harris is so fucking mad right now. One, I mean, so one mad. could
1: argue that it was a greater success because, I mean, they were going faster.
0: They were going so much faster. I cannot believe, I'm, like, furious that you watched a movie at 1.5 times speed. I had things to do. Like this beautiful... We're in person. I'm sure you can fucking tell. The energy in this room is just wild already. We've been we've been at this for, like, four minutes of actual podcasts. We've got a garlic bread spread... Just completely done. There's up.
3: garlic bread and then what did you call lemonade? Manade. Okay. Good. Uh, of
0: course. A yes. Um Yes. <laughs> e- uh, what who made who, whose bread recipe was this? Uh
1: it's I made Ina Garden's uh it's called outrageous garlic bread. No,
0: it's not. It's, it's
3: called shut up.
4: Outrageous, outrageous garlic, garlic bread. <laughs> bread. That's the name.
3: Dangerous garlic Out,
4: bread. Outrageous. Danger zone garlic bread. It's I the- was
3: gonna say that could be a, a good call sign. Garlic bread? <laughs> garlic bread. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> so
0: That's actually a good place to start. We're going to actually let Cassie introduce herself in a second, but I think this might be a better way, a more insightful way to get a sense of everybody's personalities, (laughs) because in Top Gun, people have call signs. And weeks ago, when we tried to actually introduce this episode after our Breathless remake recording, I did challenge everybody to have a call sign ready, and Liam's not even here, so he didn't do it. But Mitch, do you have one? Or is it just the one that I came up with?
1: So Corey came up with barkeep, which I, is fun to say, I, or the bar bar, the, bar the, the keep, barman, barkeep. But I'm also thinking, what if I just go completely the other way now? We're talking about garlic, and I'm like, what, what if manade could be good? <laughs> but what about like Garlic Jones?
4: That's not that's not the that's not the naming convention at all. No, that's the naming convention. Don't- <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Don't tell me I can't be Garlic Jones. You can't. Maybe your name could be like Garlic Barkeep Jones, but it can't
0: <laughs> be that. You can't already be that. La- Dude, it's been. It's. We haven't been going long enough to be laughing this hard is the problem that we're having. Because <laughs> it's been like five minutes. Oh, my God. Okay, good talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so do we want to go with Barkeep? Or are we sticking with that one? Uh, Garlic Jones. I refute that, but okay. I, I want to strike that from the record, but I guess we'll go with Garlic Jones. We've got Mitch, Garlic Jones, Kandrosky. That's so stupid. <laughs> Cassie, do you have
3: one? I came up with Playlist.
0: Why did you go with Playlist? Because
3: I make too many playlists.
0: You do do that.
3: I, I do that sort of
0: famously, kind <laughs> sort of, of part famously. of your whole brand. <laughs> it's
3: kind of my thing. Yeah,
0: that's a good one. I like that because it feels very in line with all of the ones they're already using.
3: Yeah, I think the best one. I think I don't know if this is a rule in the Top Gun, the actual Top Gun. Let's but I say feel like it, it is. should be two syllables, right? Yeah, like it should be barkeep, playlist,
1: Garlic Jones, Garlic Jones, <laughs> perfect snap. Like,
3: ah, I've been
4: hit. Mayday, Mayday, Garlic Jones. You were my mayday. wingman, Garlic Jones.
0: We served together. In the same
4: oh my in the God. same
0: squadron. <laughs> garlic squadron.
4: i oh, I'm burning up.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna put so much reverb on that. <laughs> You're doomed. I did find the one <laughs> I did find the one. <laughs> My phone is now playing Danger Zone and I, it just unlocked. It just showed me this picture of Kenny Loggins' face on the album. <laughs> Dude, these in-person ones are like unhinged, man. This is a situation. Um, I did find the one that I went with. I went with Rewind. Rewind. And the reason I went with that was because recently we got a VCR for starters. I think that was a big part of why. <laughs> and we watch old tapes and you got to rewind those. Cameras, more film, you rewind. Have a bunch of cassettes. You got to rewind those. We like old stuff felt good two syllables fun to say mm-hmm. i will say something that's hard to compete with recently i was on twitter and um <laughs> something that got retweeted on my timeline <laughs> dude yeah if you want if you i'm winning the bad life olympics <laughs> by being on twitter too much but um there is a real pilot whose call sign is catboy catboy, catboy. I don't know. I love that. It's no garlic. That pilot's too online. (laughs) That's awesome. That guy's into some stuff and he's just telling you in a dog fight, you're going to lose to a cat boy. Are you out of your mind? That's true. I didn't realize (laughs) that.
1: But could you imagine how humiliating it would be to be in Garlic Jones's jet fumes, his jet trail? Oh
0: no! I hate that you've taken over this whole opening with your Garlic Jones bullshit.
4: Yeah, ten four. This is Garlic Jones. We got ourselves a bogey. Garlic
0: Jones sounds like somebody that Black Dynamite would fight.
3: Oh my god!
0: Are you good? Yeah, I'm alright. Do right. you want to talk about it? We've got. Is this like? Are we going to call this Garlic Jones lighting now? <laughs> we could Got- so i'm gonna try to pivot us away from the garlic jones discussion please do cassie
3: <laughs> yeah
0: you're on the podcast obviously because you're holding a microphone we you here you're talking <laughs> um we know you from just like work and mm-hmm. also just being friends and hanging out mm-hmm. what do the people listening you know the the legions of adoring fans what do they need to know <laughs> about cassie uh- like what's what's your deal
3: What's my deal? Yeah. Uh, I work with Corey and Mitch. Yes. Which oh, we already established that. Uh, I love Top Gun Maverick. And I love uh, many movies. And I watch way too many of them. And when I really like them, I watch them over and over again, which yeah. is something I did with this movie.
0: Yeah. So I've got two follow-up questions right off. When you introduce yourself from now on, do you tell everybody the second thing about you is that you like Top Gun Maverick? <laughs> is that always that high on the list?
3: <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Um, Although it could be, I guess.
0: What kinds of movies do you like that you end up rewatching a lot of?
3: Oh, I, lots of kinds. I guess just anything that I anything really, that really like. Yeah, anything that, yeah. you know.
0: Did those Sofia Coppola t-shirts come out yet?
3: <laughs> they No, they're coming out on Monday. Okay,
0: clock's ticking, First,
3: Yeah, there's a, <laughs> an the, alarm the set on my phone to out. remind me to buy them. Yeah, by the time <laughs> to this go is on out, website.
0: Cassie will hopefully have bought hopefully. several Sofia Coppola branded t-shirts. <laughs> from um, uniqlo yeah this is and what more personality description do you need than having set an <laughs> alarm to go buy novelty movie t-shirts it's, yeah it speaks to me i get it <laughs> um and so like was was top gun maverick your favorite movie of last year or is it close
3: <laughs> i think yeah. yeah 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 it was yeah
0: that's very interesting i don't know if we've ever had any of us normally coming into an episode with a movie that is both new and that good we've had a few right. c- cases of like liam will pick a movie uh-huh. and then he won't say anything else about it and then we will be i'll finally ask like what's your relationship to like this series and he'll go oh this was like my favorite movie when i was 10 and it means a lot to me and give this whole speech and it's just like how did you see so many movies that were this foundational to you this is ludicrous um but we don't watch a lot of new stuff so it's kind of fun to be like man top gun maverick's pretty fucking cool also
1: we don't watch a lot of really high rent stuff like no. this, this is this is the gloss ironically the hollywood we, gloss
0: ironically we did recently do avatar though True, which we, is about we did that. as high Hollywood gloss as it fucking gets.
1: <laughs> yeah, th- uh, it and Top Gun. I mean, both are going to be playing in theaters forever. I think Top
0: Gun's still showing in some. Top Gun is. is still showing.
3: Is it in Ottawa? Yeah. I didn't know that.
0: There is uh, at like I th-
3: the second run theater. At-
0: it's this. I think it's at the Cinestars.
3: Oh, okay, yeah, in so- Orleans,
0: or at least it was until. Very- I'm going to open the Adam app right now. The Platonic ideal <laughs> of the it- abandoned. Whoops! Mall I accidentally movie started the Great Balls of Fire song from Miles Teller on Spotify. That's not what I was trying to do. <laughs> We're going to get to that. We will. Um, if I it's, have
3: opinions on that part. If it's That's not... That's the only part of the movie I have opinions on.
0: If it's not still playing, gonna it be only stopped very recently. <laughs> it was playing up until like at least like two weeks ago. I think it was still... No, but it it's still playing. That's insane.
3: Well, that is insane. It's March. That movie came out in May. Yeah, we're like coming up to a year.
0: It's almost been in theaters for an entire year.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. And the poster... And Avatar probably will be, too.
0: The poster has a big quote on it that says... First of all, the title is on it twice because they have the logo. And then the <laughs> quote says, Top Gun Maverick restores your faith in the magic of movies. That's the poster <laughs> for the movie.
3: It restored my faith in the magic of movies and Steven Spielberg's. Did you did- guys see that? I did see
0: that. Steven Spielberg like uh-huh. went up to Tom, my good personal friend Tom Cruise, and... <laughs> look i know he did some stuff but trust me he's cool and um <laughs> just said like hey man thanks for saving cinema and i think steven spielberg's not giving himself enough credit because the fablemans is a pretty fucking good movie
3: <laughs> it came out so late in the year though it didn't do well it either didn't,
0: and it didn't save cinema
3: no it didn't in, in the way it's
0: that too personal did. to save cinema yeah have you seen it no weird thing for you to just say then how did you know that?
1: It just—it just looks too personal to save cinema. To save cinema, you need something that everyone's gonna. You don't think Tom to.
0: Cruise has a deep familial relationship with that plane?
1: <laughs> he might, but I, what I'm what I'm arguing is that everybody <laughs> fucking loves planes. All right, okay. everybody and the American military industrial complex and 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 and. Uh,
0: You said it earlier. I was uh, was seeing you up for the bit you wanted to do. And
1: war without an enemy that you can recognize. An identifiable enemy. Yeah. 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 It's sort of like Tron world. It's pretty much like war the game.
0: Right. Um, Anyway, we got a little side right there. I was setting you up for the clean coal thing, but it's fine. Um, Everybody does love
1: clean coal. Yeah.
0: The fact that that joke has no context at all. I have
3: no idea what that means.
0: We don't either. Okay, good. <laughs> it's just sort of a fun thing to say. Um I didn't want to I don't want to get too top gun just yet. I do okay. want to ask one other thing. I never know how to introduce people well okay. on the show and I'm trying to come up with like interesting questions to ask. I do think I just came up with one that What's might just that? be a fun thing, which is if you had somebody come up to you and be like recommend me a movie that you really like. And we've also ruled out Top Gun Maverick already because we're already talking about that. Okay. Like what kind of stuff comes to mind?
3: Literally just recommend it like for yeah. a dollar name movie.
0: Sure. I don't have a dollar. The first but, like, one we'll that's like popping out.
3: up in my head is Babylon. Interesting. Because e- not everyone's going to like it, but I think everyone should see it. Okay. Because it's something to see.
0: Right. Spectacle. Yeah. It's sort of like Avatar in that sense.
3: Yeah, it's just like right off the, <laughs> the top of my head because we were just avatar. talking about it before I Yeah, before we started recording. And then
0: okay, then I'll double down and be like what about like a movie that wasn't made in the last like 15 years?
3: In the last 15 years? Uh Shut up. Shut up. The first All that jazz. <laughs> All oh, that jazz. that's a great choice. I knew Mitch was
1: going to get fucking yeah. stoked on I that. I love that God. movie. <laughs>
3: it's a great the, movie. The
1: final sequence, the mm-hmm.
0: bye-bye life. Yes. Ooh. Dude, when Mitch and I used to live together, I remember I walked into your room once and you were just like, you were in your chair, like leaning back. You were just like, you turned your head and you were like, all that jazz. <laughs> <laughs> and you were just watching it, like was <laughs> yeah,
1: incredibly. chill yeah, it was like
0: right at the beginning, and you what were just mentions? like lounging. Yeah, he's playing the. Oh I,
1: my god! Well, I think it's. I think it's.
0: What is it? Vivaldi in the first. No, no, no! no, no. I don't know what he
1: plays on repeat in that movie, but in the opening montage that repeats. It was probably right through that se- segment because yeah. I fucking love that part. Another
0: <laughs> illuminating story about the time that Mitch and I lived together. Um, oh, is, oh, oh, oh boy! <laughs> no, no, no. It was. um It's when I walked out into the living room and you were sitting there by yourself watching the 1926 Phantom of the Opera silent film. 25. 25. That's amazing. And then insisted I sit down and watch the rest of it with you. Oh my God. And I did Mm. reluctantly because I was out there to make food and not watch Phantom of the Opera. But it was pretty good. It's a great movie. And then we did it on the podcast. We did.
3: I bought... I went to the flea market here In Ottawa, this is not related to anything. That's fine. Um, The flea market here in Ottawa. And they had, someone was selling tapes for like a buck each. And I got like a double cassette tape. I don't even have a cassette player of the Phantom of the Opera, like the original cast from the West End. Oh, on wow. Cassette, and nice. it's like a double cassette. Well,
0: you're in luck. We have a VCR now on this podcast. <laughs> so if you want to watch Phantom of the Opera, you, Amazing. you know a guy. No,
3: not a not a video cassette. Right. It's it's like music. Music cassette. I've, I've got a cassette, cassette
0: player for that as well.
3: Amazing. So, Thank you.
0: If you want to listen to that, out of some shitty built-in speakers.
3: I just have to come to South Keys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a fate worse than death. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Man. Actually, you know what? We've never done this. So I'm actually going to go Mitch. You need to recommend somebody a movie right now. You can't say Babylon or all that jazz or Top Gun Maverick. Um It's not like a skill. Does it have to be question. does it have to
1: be like one that everyone would agree?
0: Actually, no, I'm gonna say Speak
1: to your own truth. I'm say like the long goodbye. Banger. I love that movie. That movie's great. Me too. Yeah.
0: yeah. I watched that with my dad. And somehow he hadn't... I don't think he had seen it.
1: It went under the radar in the 70s, yeah. I think.
0: We watched it on Criterion, John. He was like, this is some good stuff. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Like, <laughs> um, I'm actually... I, maybe I'm just thinking about it because we watch it in here, but I'm going to say The Prowler. Yeah? That movie's good. That's a good movie. I don't think I've heard of that. It's a period piece slasher movie. Well, it's part of it's period. Part of it. Yeah. Okay. It's like like It starts in the 40s. Yeah. After World War Two, <laughs> And, like, everybody's come home. And there's, like, some gala party. They get killed with a pitchfork. And people start getting killed with a pitchfork. Yeah. And then it jumps to, like, the 80, 80s. 80s for, like, the anniversary of this. And, like... There's a dude, like, the killer in that movie is somebody who's in full, like, World War Two uniform and gas mask. Yeah. And is, like, going around. <laughs> you've, you've also oh got, uh,
1: you've got a Farley Granger in that movie. Okay. Who, I don't know if you're familiar, but he's, like, uh, he was in uh, Strangers on a Train and
0: Rope. Oh, okay, and, okay, yeah. Um, and wasn't the director the f- Friday the 13th, one of them? I think. I'm think so I'm gonna look the the, prowler. i forget
1: who did the effects uh it was somebody really noteworthy that i'm blanking on
0: yeah there was some co- there was some reason why we watched it it was directed by joseph zito that's what i was trying to remember yeah um the, yeah the description is a crazed world war ii veteran gets revenge on his ex-girlfriend and her boyfriend then stalks teens 35 years later <laughs> <laughs> like like two separate incidents.
3: Dude
0: that's so funny.
3: <laughs> They're unrelated.
0: Dude, it's also got um at least 5 credited writers here. Holy shit. Which almost borders on seeming incorrect. That's just like a ludicrous amount of people, but like whatever. <laughs> anyway, that movie's cool and it's on Shutter. Um it's not particularly similar to Top Gun Maverick though, which I guess is what we're here to talk about. Um Mitch You see Top Gun like the first one years
1: ago. I don't remember much of anything about it. I remember like the like the the one sad scene that they that they show again in this movie. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: The one sad scene. The one scene that everybody (laughs) the
1: one scene that everybody reenacts in the swimming pool. Uh, Everybody. (laughs) I I don't know. I remember reenacting that scene in swimming pools. (laughs) No. (laughs) uh, (laughs) No.
4: Garlic jokes.
1: (laughs) Um. Yeah. No. I. have seen it years ago, but I don't really remember that much about it. Okay. Do you remember um,
0: liking it? Yeah.
1: Like well enough. I yeah. think
0: it's not really your vibe. I guess. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. You sounded almost hurt when you said yeah. Like, did I? It's. It's <laughs> not. That did I, it's... I overstep a
1: boundary? <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not necessarily like my vibe because I feel like I've gone through like. Like changes in my in my taste as I've like grown older. I feel like at the time that I saw it, I remember liking it quite a bit. Um, I just haven't bothered to kind of revisit. I'm right. sure I probably would enjoy it because it's that, it's a kind of like really um, like enthusiastic kind of a cinema that like researches. I think that this really specific kind of world that people don't know that much about, like this sort of uh, these these fighter pilots who who fly incredibly fast and dangerous speeds right it's 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 such a unique glimpse into that world and so i feel like if i probably revisited it i'd have a good time but it's it's been a while and i haven't um but yeah
0: okay that's fair i actually haven't seen it just fully have not seen it really i know right it sort of seems like something i i must
3: that's surprising
0: yeah i uh my uh the gaps that i have in like very Big cultural landmark movies that I have not mm. seen versus the stuff that I have seen—it's a hilarious dichotomy. Mm. Like I've I missed some really obvious stuff, and then I'm like, I've seen that Phantom of the Opera movie more than once, <laughs> so it's just like you know, just where you're putting your time. Why are you right. why are you shitting on Phantom? Of the it Opera, was just convenient. All right. I don't know. You yeah. don't need to get all like about it. <laughs> um. But I was recently shopping for VHS tapes uh-huh. and I was really hoping to find it there because I thought it might be fun to watch it on VHS. Yeah. On that free TV that I got mm-hmm. <laughs> to plug the VCR into. Didn't have any look. I did find Days of Thunder, though, which is just NASCAR Top Gun as far as I understand. So <laughs> I
3: believe it is. I've never seen it. Yeah. Directed by I, Tony I Scott. To Isn't that the okay. one he met Nicole Kidman on, too?
0: Yeah. <laughs> what a weird place to meet. No kidding. Hello, welcome to the set of Days of Thunder, the NASCAR movie. <laughs> also, how long has Tom Cruise had a death wish? Uh, uh, like since birth? Like what's this man's deal?
3: It, no, I think I think it became full death wish like within the last 10 years.
1: I think it's been a kind of a midlife crisis thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's sort of like post-Scientology freakout. No, he's he's re-brand. always
1: like really gone into his roles in a lot of ways. Like he, he became like a very good pool player with the color of money when he was a young man. Or like, I don't know, he was in like Eyes Wide Shut when he was a young man and that was a really elaborate suit, uh, shoot and he poured a lot of himself into it. And he got really good at pool for that one too, but nobody knows why. <laughs> yeah, there's, is there a scene with, uh, there's not. No, but like near the end with the, that guy who's also a film director and he plays Todd a- Todd
3: Field. No, no, no,
1: it's another guy. Uh, Sydney Paul- Pollock. Oh I think. yeah, yeah. He he has a, a cameo in that movie, and I think they're talking by a pool table. For what it's worth, that's really kind like of a Todd Field fact. with the
0: weirdest career arc of all time. It's <laughs> like, what is that dude's deal? But we don't have time to talk about that. We don't have time to talk about Tar. We simply don't have the resources. <laughs>
3: um, we don't have the technology.
0: <laughs> no, it, we need AI. We're just incapable. But um, yeah, Tom Cruise is such a weird enigma of like i i mean we're gonna get into it obviously but just like man what a what a guy i, I should save it because we're getting kind of sidetracked yeah but if
1: you, if you watch like the mission impossible like trailer right now that's playing in theaters yeah like what and it's pretty much just like how he did this yeah. one the whole stuff yeah they're
0: not even playing a trailer they're playing a promo video that's like five minutes about how they did of stunt. him like
3: jumping off the cliff oh, yeah on the motorcycle yeah it's like
0: that's not a trailer
3: <laughs> like <laughs> It's that sick is,
1: that, as that hell, would though. make me want to see the movie it's though. sick as hell yeah it's like,
3: but his whole thing like the death wish thing where yeah. he's like doing all this crazy stuff like jumping yeah. out of planes and like being in planes while they're hitting mach 10 or whatever speaking of eyes wide Chat, i feel like it starts when he doesn't win the oscar in 99 because he was in magnolia and eyes wide Chat, which are two like oscar baby parts yeah he doesn't win and then all of a sudden all he's doing is like jumping he, out of like, planes he's like i Mission shot impossible. my shot
0: at Prestige of that sort. Exactly. Yeah. And Didn't he's never done it.
3: anything like that again. Yeah. A collateral, maybe? Does that count? No. Nah. That's still kind of like an action movie. Yeah,
0: I feel like he... no. That's a really good point, though. Like maybe he just sort of like drew a line in the sand. Yeah, and was like, I just do, I do Top Gun forever now. I think, he but did... I want it to be increasingly real until I feel like I am at war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: he he did his performance heavier roles earlier in his career. I think you're right. Like you mm-hmm. look at like f- a few good men or
0: like or something else like that.
1: Yeah, and then I well, Mission Impossible. My goodness, how that that franchise has changed. Since I it's... will
0: say one of the VC VHS tapes that I did get. I was testing it and um it starts with the trailer for Mission Impossible.
3: Like the the, the first one? The yeah. one? Oh my god. Yeah,
0: cool. And like that was pretty sick. He's wearing the dumbest fucking glasses in that movie. He is, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. These little tiny like baby spectacles. Have you I'm-
3: seen I can't remember which one it is. I I think it's the second one, but there's a scene where he's Ethan's like in an airport And he's got like a beanie on, like not unlike the one you're wearing, and like very tiny little like wire framed glasses and a fake beard. It's he just looks like me with a fake beard on. I guess is what
0: we're mostly saying.
3: (laughs) Basically, yeah.
0: Yeah, take that, Tom. (laughs) But
3: uh, (laughs) and a denim jacket for what it's worth. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: just really interesting. Top Gun. Have you seen the first Top Gun? Yes. Had you seen it before Top Gun Maverick? Yes. Do you like it?
3: I like it. That's fine. Yeah. Just reasonable I like. It. like. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's fun. Good movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Standard. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I haven't seen it, but I've seen like pieces of it. And I do feel like it's, it's one of those like big memorable things where it's yeah. like, it's exactly what you think it is. Exactly. Like whatever, yeah. if you're listening to this and you're like, I haven't seen Top Gun, what you're thinking is probably right. <laughs> and I don't think that's necessarily bad. I uh-huh. just think it's like a very like, understandable like yeah it's a movie where they do melodrama and fight planes
3: yes <laughs> and, and volleyball
0: and volleyball dude the fucking football
3: <laughs> in this, movie. we'll get to that <laughs> it is, yeah. it's ridiculous. I, I wouldn't
1: even call the top gun movies like war movies because they're so divorced from war even though they like go to war and they're like they're fighting and killing people they it's don't the suggestion they don't of function war. they don't function like a war movie
0: yeah like if you if you watch Top Gun and then we're like, we're gonna watch that down with Apocalypse now, you'd be like, Man, these are very different visions. And it's, and of it's life. interesting
1: because you watch they both fundamentally have like a very similar structure to other early aviation epics. Like if like if that whole genre like got started with like with the advent of flight, like in the twenties with films like like Wings or Hell's Angels. And they're about like impossible missions. Behind enemy lines, bombing some sort of special target.
0: <laughs> Missions impossible. <laughs> yes, and uh, that's how you—that's the plural. You know, and, <laughs> and
1: Top Gun fundamentally follows that narrative of, of you know like this rarefied air that that aces breathe and and going on that impossible doomed mission and getting away with it. But where those those films kind of differ is that like I think fundamentally like how they kind of land on on war. Yeah. In a lot of ways. But also a lot of very sort of similar commonalities. I mean, they're both like the biggest budget um, things that use like the the cutting edge tech of the day, right?
0: Man, it's crazy to think about this year looking at like Best Picture and whatever. Mm -hmm. How many of those movies were just outrageously expensive to make? Mm-hmm. It's just nuts. It feels like more than usual. I don't know. Maybe that's like Avatar this, bias. Yeah. Like
3: I'm thinking Top cut and Avatar, but what else was like everything everywhere really expensive? Maybe it
1: wasn't. And I no, just no, it, it was, was actually much less. Like, modest. Like, it, it was.
0: It this was. This has to be Avatar bias in my yeah, head. Then, everything like, everywhere. Man, are, these movies were bajillions of dollars. <laughs> was
1: was done on a, on a fairly modest budget. Like and and then it was put against a film like Doctor Strange, right. which was not a modest budget. And it's like. Here's how you do a multiverse on a lower budget in a way more interesting way.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I guess maybe I was just uh, being unfair to Elvis for being as (laughs) garish as it is.
3: Um, I'm sure Elvis was expensive too.
0: Also, I've actually seen a lot of these for once. I don't always get to all of them. And I haven't gotten to all of them, but I've gotten to most of them, which is nice. That's not really relevant to what we're talking about. I've seen
3: I... all of them now except Avatar.
0: Oh, that's interesting. We did Avatar on the podcast. We had us all go and hang out with my good personal friend James Cameron. <laughs> I do think that the the end all be all of like the blockbuster moment that we're having right now is I do think that they are going to shoot a 4-hour movie. Where James Cameron and Tom Cruise in real life fight each other to the death, <laughs> and that will be the way it's decided, and whoever
1: wins—James just... Cameron doesn't stand a chance. Well, that's what you think. I mean, like, sure, he's. Think about the, the skills of the... he has. He's gone to the bottom of the ocean,
0: <laughs> right? But he knows how to do matte paintings that are really good.
3: Wait, are we talking like a physical fight or?
0: Either way, a battle of wits. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> you're gonna have a debate. <laughs> They're going to do chess boxing. (laughs) 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 Mitch, are you familiar with chess boxing? No. Chess boxing is exactly what it sounds like. Which is. Just like punch the other person? There's one round of boxing, and then you are in the boxing ring and you play chess, and then you go back to the boxing and back to the chess.
1: So, (laughs) how do you determine a victory? There's just points allocated, like, as in their respective sports. Right. So, you don't want to get hit in the head too hard, so you can still. Chess. Chess. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, that a game of chess can take hours to play.
0: Not if you're playing on a clock? Uh, yeah.
1: No, even so, I think, like, you can still, like, filibuster that shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you could, I guess. I don't think they like that in boxing, though. You can't filibuster boxing.
4: No, hold just
0: one moment. <laughs> Rock'em, sock'em,
1: filibusters? <laughs> <laughs> no. Filibuster could be a good a good uh call sign it's
0: 44
3: syllables what are you talking about <laughs> well
1: uh, i think no i still like think it. i prefer garlic jones
3: <laughs> the only thing with filibuster is filibuster you run the jones. risk of it being shortened to buster which yeah isn't i don't like that no it's a
1: bit of arrested development it's a little it's a little <laughs> arthur i was gonna I was arthur. say arthur yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um speaking of uh buster do you want to talk about top gun maverick i don't know yeah <laughs> How's that for a segue? Um, So, I'm going to do cast and crew real fast. Well, I'm going to try, but uh, there's like 45 writers and a cast of 1,000 people. So, we'll see how it goes. But um, This is directed by somebody that we've talked about before. Actually, Mitch, I don't think you were here yet, so I lied. Somebody I've talked about before. But um, it's directed by Joseph Kosinski, who um, did another movie with Tom Cruise, Oblivion. And also, we talked about Tron Legacy on the show before, and he did that. Tron Legacy, uh, surprisingly good movie. I still go to bat for that. It really, really genuinely sucks that they're finally making a Neutron again, and it's going to be with Jared Leto. God, that sucks oh. so bad. Oh, yeah, that's not... And I don't think they're bringing the director back either, because I think Yeah, he's, he probably he's, doesn't need to make another Tron I think Tron he's going to go do, like, a fucking F1 movie. Yeah. Like, that's being produced by Brad Pitt or something. Really? Yeah. I know they've been talking about it, because they keep showing, like, Lewis Hamilton talking to Brad Pitt about it. So, like, there's some kind of movie happening um the writing credits were split into story by and screenplay by so the story is by peter craig who uh wrote the batman and bad boys for life uh (laughs) both of the last two hunger games movies and the town
3: and the town
0: yeah
1: the (laughs) town was good like the what Sidney lumet's last movie or the town
3: or the ben affleck one that one okay
1: isn't that by Sidney lumet
0: i don't think so that'd be wild i think it is well look that up and then we'll also talk about justin marks who has a story by a credit and also wrote the jungle book from 2016 <laughs> um that, that's saw, it
3: those two movies that he's written
0: just the jungle book 2016 for that guy and he's got okay. other credits i just pick some out oh okay yeah um
3: you made it sound like that's the only other movie. That'd be very funny. Fun. No, it's directed <laughs> <Sometimes that laughs> a I'm
1: completely wrong. It's Ben Affleck who directed it.
0: That's very funny. The idea though that Sidney Lumet directed that movie owns. But Sidney Lumet
1: <laughs> did direct some a late crime, some late Boston crime. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm completely some confused. Dunkin' Donuts heist movies. All right. <laughs> right
0: at the <laughs> end. Um, and then for the screenplay by credits, we've got um. Aaron Kruger, who I swore we had talked about in the podcast before, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find the credit that would have made that true. So I don't know why, but he wrote Scream 3, underrated. Okay. People got a fucking... In this has we respect Parker Posey, goddammit. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, he also wrote the Scarlett Johansson Ghost in the Shell, the last three Transformers movies. Okay. The Ring and The Ring 2. <laughs> So he gets around. Okay. Also, just for context, his name is spelled E-H-R-E-N.
3: How do you spell it?
0: E-H-R-E-N. Aaron? Aaron? Yeah.
3: Is that an like an Irish name or I
0: something? I have no idea, but it's fun. It is fun. And uh, then we've got Eric Warren Singer, who uh, wrote American Hustle. And
3: That's an okay movie. Yeah, sure. Sure.
0: And then we've got Christopher McQuarrie who's like the new king of Mission Impossible movies. Um, and, also, and turning
3: off your motion smoothing.
0: And <laughs> dude, he tweets about that all the time. He's <laughs> like, he's, Somebody's got to help that guy out. Somebody free him from the prison that he got locked in <laughs> that makes him tweet about that every
3: time. It's Tom. Tom's just behind him.
0: Hey, you got to tell him to turn the motion smoothing off. <laughs> like, Tom Cruise is in the edit suite asking them to turn the motion smoothing off to you make the speak. movie look better. <laughs> um. And uh, he also, by the way, Christopher McQuarrie wrote The Usual Suspects.
1: Interesting. Oh, I think I knew that. Uh, yeah, I like, weird, I, right? I like the script of that movie. I like the, the storyline. It's great.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. The movie is edited by Eddie Hamilton, who uh, edited Mission Impossible, Fallout, uh, the first Kingsman movie, uh, Kick-Ass 2, <laughs> DOA, Dead or Alive, famously one of the worst video game movies of all time. It's also D.O.A., which is like an it. old noir.
1: Which what's that about? Which one? D.O.A. Which one? <laughs> the film, like the film you're referencing. You,
0: oh, it's like uh, Dead or obviously like a fighting game, so it's like a fighting okay. tournament kind of situation. It's got Jamie Presley in it, okay, wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs>
1: There's like an old noir that's also called that. That's about something completely different.
0: I would imagine it probably is about something completely. But different. but it was but it was
1: remade later, I think, in like the yeah, '80s. It's not the same thing. Okay. I
0: guarantee it. I would. I I would put my life on it. All right. Okay. Even. All right. Uh, He also edited a movie called Resident Evil Apocalypse. I don't even know which one that is. They made like 45 of those Mila Jovovich (laughs) Resident Evil movies. Um, The cinematography is by Claudio Miranda, who his list of credits is fun. We've got Life of Pi. Mm -hmm. Oblivion, again, that Tom Cruise, Joseph Kaczynski movie. Uh We've got uh, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Tron Legacy, the other Joseph Kaczynski movie, <laughs> and uh, the music video for the Thong Song by Cisco. <laughs>
3: <laughs> really? Yeah. That's not, <laughs> even right. weir-
0: that's not even the weirdest music-related credit. Did he I'm direct
3: a- it, or is he just the cinematographer? Not just the, but you know what I mean. It, do- it was just cinematographer like I, it?
0: it must have been cinematographer because he was like, I was reading that list of his credits. Oh, okay. but I don't, I don't know what else he did beyond that. <laughs> Maybe he was really, him and Cisco really got involved in the creative process. And we we're like, we got to really get down, like, how are we going to visualize there's the song? There's some good, song? like, angles in that yeah. video. Look, man, there's a lot of different ways you could shoot that kind of material. So, <laughs> um, we've got two music credits here. I'm going to say the boring one first. Mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer. Everybody knows who Hans Zimmer is. Who? I, I didn't even write uh, credits down for that guy. Coachella, I don't know, whatever. Everybody knows who Hans Zimmer is, <laughs> um, but there are some very fun uh, credits from the other guy, uh, Harold Faltermeyer, mm-hmm. including the first Top Gun, the first two Beverly Hills Cop movies. Whoa! He was the music supervisor on American Gigolo. Whoa! And um, <laughs> he worked on The Running Man.
4: Whoa!
0: And last but not least, um, <laughs> are you guys familiar with the song uh, Axel F?
3: yeah Whoa! oh yeah so, well i guess if he did the music for beverly hills cop so does that mean it's like crazy frog so, featuring
0: so <laughs> crazy frog is a cover yeah. so that's his song he did cra- <laughs> he basically did crazy frog he didn't literally do it but <laughs> he, basically he basically did, did crazy he basi- Frog. he's credited on the crazy frog music so videos. did
3: he i i guess he didn't contribute to the new soundtrack he's just credited because he wrote i am the original okay. a
0: legacy credit yeah i think so I think it's the same thing. There was two credits I didn't include that were just like characters based on or based Mm. on characters created by. Right. Yeah. Uh, Now we've got the cast. I don't have credits listed for the most famous of these people. Tom? Tom. We all know Tom. We've Uh been talking about Tom for 40 minutes. (laughs) We have been. We're intimately familiar with Tom Cruise's oeuvre. So I don't Uh think we really need to get into that. But if you want, you could go watch. um, It's the funniest movie I can think of that stars Tom Cruise that we haven't already said i can't think of one
3: collateral tropic just, just watch collateral just watch the end of tropic thunder just watch the end of tropic thunder <laughs>
0: yeah that's fine um we what's got, your favorite tom
3: cruise movie oh
0: god i don't know
3: maybe not favorite tom cruise movie favorite tom cruise performance
0: oh man the Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> is that your real answer
1: of course not well what is i liked him in oblivion he played uriel septum really well
0: <laughs> the character's name, <laughs> Uriel Septim, that can't be real. No, I've, I've seen that that's movie. That's a reference
1: to the video game, bro. Anyway. Oh,
0: whatever.
1: Um, um, th- I'm my looking, answer
0: genuinely might be The Color of Money. He's
1: really good in The Color of Money. I love mm-hmm. that
0: movie. We did that movie on this podcast. What about The Outsiders? I think it's, that's an underrated banger. I just can't believe we found an excuse to talk about Marty on this podcast. Uh-huh. It doesn't seem like our sort of ballpark at all. Just you wait until I pick The Age of Innocence. Is that a, that's not a sequel. It qualifies.
3: I'm coming on that one too, there's, just so you know. Sold. Great. Like,
1: it, it was a book by Edith Wharton, and then there's been several adaptations of it throughout the ages. You always bend
0: the rules. You piece it of shit, whatever. Val Kilmer's in this movie. Everybody knows who Val Kilmer is. Uh-huh. I didn't write credits down for him either. Uh, Miles Teller is in this movie. I don't know why the cast is in that order. It goes Tom Cruise, Val Kilmer, Miles Teller, uh, I Je- think it's like- Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> I think
3: it's in order of... Famousness.
0: Yeah. Relative current famousness. Yeah. Um which is disrespectful to Jennifer Comedy. Frankly. It is. But um. <laughs> and then we've got John Hamm. Uh huh. And then Glenn Powell is the first actor I wrote credits down for. Okay. Because I had only ever seen him in this movie. Really? To me, Glenn Powell just appeared out of a mist. Like he just sort of like He's be- been he like, became a famous person all of a sudden to me. Yeah,
3: he's been kind of Getting there for a while. He's yeah. one of those guys who, like Hollywood, keeps trying to make it happen, and it just hasn't it had, really happened and then he yet. Did and now it's happening. Two
0: airplane movies. And in he the did same two year. airplane
3: movies in the same year.
0: Um, did you see the clip of him saying that Tom Cruise told him it was okay to do two airplane movies in the same year?
3: <laughs> no, but that's really <laughs> funny. um So, <laughs> like it, in a like I give you my blessing way, or in a like, like a, it won't, don't be worried about you that. You won't
0: get typecast right, as plane as guy. airplane guy. Yeah, <laughs>
3: plane um, guy. But he was also <laughs> that's like a <good> call sign. <laughs> They're guy. Plain guy.
0: um that's liams he's not here but he's playing guy now um he's in everybody wants some he was on scream queens which is a very fun credit for him to scream have Scream
3: queens was good yeah. everybody want everybody wants Some is great
0: i also i didn't realize he was in hidden figures i didn't remember him in that but he's in there Uh, He's also in Spy Kids 3 Game Over as Glenn Glenn Powell Jr.
3: As Glenn Powell Jr.? That's his credit
0: because I guess he was a kid, so his name was just Glenn Powell
3: Jr. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like his character in the movie. What? Um, Is he playing his own
0: future son? He's in some sort of instructional video called The Safe Side, Internet Safety. (laughs) (laughs) So so that's pretty good. Um, We've got Lewis Pullman as Bob. 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 One syllable, but That's the works. only one syllable call sign. He was in a Bad Times at the El Royale and The Strangers Pray at Night. Whichever Strangers movie that is. How many of those <laughs> did they even make? I saw Bad Times at the El Royale, but I totally don't remember. Don't worry. You have time to think about it because it's going to come up like two more times. Okay. Oh. <laughs> in these credits. Um, and then we've got Ed Harris, mm-hmm. uh, perhaps best known for the hit film Night Riders. Hmm. Um don't sigh. I mean, he's been hearing me talking about that movie for like six years. I, mean, I, like, I love it too. I love it
1: too. I love Renaissance Fair motorcycle Dude, movies. Dude, fuck.
0: That movie owns. Um, anyway, everybody knows who Ed Harris is. Um, we've got Monica Barbaro as Phoenix. Uh, she was on The Good Cop splitting up together and one of those TV shows called Chicago Justice. There's like, She's
3: in this new movie that's coming out too that looks kind of Bad, but also kind what of fun. What is it? It's like a rom com. Okay, it's she's like playing a movie star.
0: What a presumptuous casting!
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's going straight to Paramount Plus. So I wonder if it's like <laughs> Paramount, because Paramount has Top Gun. So I wonder if they
0: they're just like, oh, we have this movie. Yeah, let's give it a push. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I did open Paramount Plus today when I tried to rewatch the movie before taking a nap instead, and the (laughs) entire home screen is just, it's still just Top Gun. Just Top Gun. I just bought it on YouTube because I don't have Paramount Plus. You bought it, like, to keep? Well, I rented it. Oh, I was like, wow, you're really dedicated. Um, We've got uh, Charles Parnell as Warlock, um, (laughs) who does voices in the Warriors video game. Yo, on (laughs) PS2? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah and uh, was also on all my children those are the two credits he has far more than that but those were the two that i did. we've got jay ellis as payback he was uh he was on insecure he's in escape room and by extension he is in flashbacks in the movie escape room tournament of champions <laughs> and also remember movie 43 oh fuck he's oh. he's in that apparently oh, who oh, wasn't that's too bad seriously everybody was like i need to pay off my mortgage let me go do fucking <laughs> movie 43 dude um we've got danny ramirez as fanboy he was in assassination nation a movie i've been meaning to see
3: that's a that's a good call sign name too
0: yeah fanboy is fanboy. good Not similar to catboy in that way is is it, isn't
1: catboy? fanboy actually one of the the call signs like the... in
0: real life no, sorry, top gun no, is mind, real never life mind, never mind never mind sorry <laughs> top oh. gun is real life <laughs> that's what tom said um, we've got a, uh, oh, I missed a guy. Whoops. We've got, uh, Greg Tarzan Davis as Coyote. I didn't get any, I'm sorry. I didn't get any credits. Um, <laughs> we have Bashir Salahuddin as Hondo. He has written for 464 episodes of Late Night with Jimmy Fallon.
3: Oh, so he's a comedian.
0: Yeah. But he's just but he's like never acted at a desk. He has like a couple other acting girls, but nothing like crazy.
3: That's so Or like or like other comedy
0: y stuff. Right. And then is just also in Top Gun now. And now he's in Top Gun. I feel like Good for him. A, I feel like there's more casting like that happening. Where it's just like, we've chucked a guy in here. They don't normally do this, but now they're in here. And you might <laughs> know who you might know who they are. I feel like it's one of those casting decisions where like there's one person in every ten theaters who goes like, oh right? fuck. <laughs> there's that guy. <laughs> um also, we've got a we've got Manny Jacinto as Fritz. Fritz is a pretty good one as well.
3: Fritz, yeah, that is a good um, one. I don't like the one syllable ones. Though. No,
0: they're not as good. But Bob is all right. Fritz is a step down. And everyone well, just be Fritz lying at that point. Yeah, <laughs> <all the way. laughs> Fritz. Yeah. Okay. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, I've got some credits for him. I think people kind of know who he is because of the Good Place. He's on that. Who? Manny Jacinto is on the Good Place.
3: Oh, I've never actually watched the I haven't place.
0: either, but I just knew that he was on it. He is also uh, does the a voice in the animated film Mortal Kombat Legend Snowblind. Um, he is also in Bad Times at the El Royale. I don't remember him in that movie at all. Um, and also, can someone tell me what brand new Cherry Flavor is? Because I keep seeing that title places, and I just don't know. Is it oh, a TV show? Is it a movie?
3: I think it was a movie.
0: I don't know. But that's a really good name for a thing.
3: It is a really good name. Yeah, and it's wasted on something. It definitely that I can't was a remember. movie, and it was like one of those like, I think it was like a horror comedy type movie.
0: It's giving that for sure.
3: Yeah, it seems like that's. what It was it would like be. two or three years ago, like maybe like right before pandemic. I could be wrong.
0: That's why none of us remember what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're almost done. A few people at the tail end here. I don't have a lot of credits for, so we can get through that. Last one though, that does have credits is raymond lee playing yale some of these i don't even i don't even remember who some of these people are i'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you uh but he was on he's on the new quantum leap okay and also so, whatever kevin can fuck himself is
3: oh that's um i've heard of a, that yeah it's I, an fx show with um the girl from Shit's creek
0: ah okay well he's yeah, on there that's then, all i know about it i'm gonna rattle off the last of these pilots and these few other people and then we're done uh we've got jake picking as harvard uh jack schumacher as omaha kara wang as halo and then we've got liliana ray as amelia uh gene louisa kelly as sarah um who is uh val kilmer's character's wife and is in malignant which is a fun (laughs) and also scream queens i forgot that i also wrote that one down and then it's just a scream Queen, scream Scream queens in bad times at the el royale extravaganza (laughs) and then we've got james handy uh and Chelsea Harris. That's everybody I got here. Top Gun Maverick is about Tom Cruise above <laughs> all else. <laughs> He's sailing. He's riding bikes without a helmet.
1: He's driving planes and several of them.
0: Can we really quick do we before I give the plot of the movie and then we actually talk about Top Gun Maverick after fifty-three minutes? Has um, it been fifty-three minutes? Yeah, but like ten of those don't count because we were like testing levels and stuff. Okay. But it's been a while um
3: and then mitch did girl for
0: a while <laughs> um but uh have we ever gotten tom cruise in like a master and commander type movie? like a sea
3: captain movie
0: yeah like an oceans are now battlefields kind of movie he is briefly in this movie <laughs> i feel like we need that i feel like that's the feather that's hmm. missing from his cap also i saw a lot of people tweet about master and commander recently and it's on my mind he will never be ocean master he will never be ocean master <laughs> so true um but anyway just i just want everybody to think about Master master commander for a second it's pretty cool okay. and then Noted. Again, uh and tom cruise should maybe do that he should i'd watch it <laughs> i would watch the hell out of that are you kidding just do like a prequel to top gun that's set before planes it's still Navy. It's still the Navy.
3: It's like Mavericks like great, great, <laughs> yeah. great grandfather. Yeah.
4: Top cannon. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, him, it's it's him and it's Daniel Day-Lewis. Or just or just top sail. <laughs> top sail. Oh my god. <laughs> top musket.
3: And yeah, it yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis has to be the other guy. Yeah, 100%. He'll come out of retirement
0: for this. Yeah. They're going to give him so much money he could not possibly refuse.
3: Okay question would uh-huh. daniel day lewis come out of retirement for tom cruise
0: no 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 i, I don't, don't think so either so. it would have to be tom cruise and something he wants
3: because <laughs> 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 i don't think tom cruise is enough on his own no no you're right He's what actor dr-
0: could tom cruise get out of retirement <laughs> me i'll lace him up again tom just give me the call ah uh, <laughs> i mean they got val kilmer in this movie yeah this is a hard question. This is too hard a question to come up with an answer to on the spot.
3: Yeah, I can't I don't I can't think of one. We'll think about it. We will. <laughs> so
0: Top Gun Maverick Joke said is a movie about Tom Cruise. I think above all else, it is a movie about Tom Cruise. More specifically, mm-hmm. it's a movie about Maverick. The uh-huh. guy. But I think it's more easily attributable to being a movie about Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. In any case, um, his Maverick ish nature. <laughs> Has kept him <laughs> from his roguish uh, antics, have kept him from really moving on up in the world uh, of the Navy. But he's still around doing that fighter jet stuff. And uh, like a good old fashioned Maverick would do, he is doing a test that they already don't want him doing mm-hmm. and then breaks all the rules anyway. Mm-hmm. And Ed Harris is so mad. He's so mad. And John Hamm is so fucking poed it's not as (laughs) bad as i thought they would be
4: yeah but they have to be demure because of military discipline yeah but they're also like god damn it maverick you're the best man we've got yeah (laughs) you're going to top gun why did you destroy our security shed with your big plane at the beginning of the movie
0: and how would ed harris just stand there without ear protection and everything was fine
3: I liked that, though, because Dude, that to me, that's like, so oh, sick. that guy's been around these planes. He just doesn't even care. Yeah, it's Whereas awesome. the guy in the security shed.
0: He was shook uh-huh. big time. The roof literally came off for a second. It's beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> um, and so they're like, look, man, you're fucking around too much. People did put in a good word for you, though. We need your help somewhere. We're shipping you off back to Top Gun. And then the music plays, and everybody's like, ah, let's get it. It's like Top Gun. He's going to Top Gun again. <laughs> and so the long and short of it, just so we can actually get to the movie, is he is sent there to train a new, like, Top Gun class to go do a secret mission against an unnamed, faceless enemy force that is never identified. And they have, like, very high stakes and... um. Lots of pressure and then the dynamic that he's juggling is both between like Tom Cruise and all of these people reentering his life but also Tom Cruise and the Miles Teller character who is the son who is like got a chip on his shoulder and a song in his heart because boy does he want to sing <laughs> and, um, he, and then and a song in his heart. <laughs> it's the rivalry between Miles Teller as Rooster which I did not say earlier. And um, Glenn Powell as, like, the hot shot, I'm gonna win, mm-hmm. you're all stupid, kind of, like, arrogant, cocky guy. And they need to learn to set aside their differences with Tom Cruise as their teacher and stop whoever the bad guy is because we don't <laughs> know. Because don't Because it doesn't matter. All that matters is the vibe. All that matters is that war is fine. <laughs> and so is the
1: military-industrial <laughs> complex. And so
0: is clean coal. True. Which isn't even real. Just for the record. What? Are you what?
1: The one that I just used to brush my teeth with. <laughs> and clean my whole house.
0: That's what charcoal toothpaste is. It's clean it's cold, it cleans your teeth. Um can do everything. So anyway, that's a good hour of talking about Tom Cruise mostly and Garlic Jones second. <laughs> it's time for that fateful question. I'm going to have Mitch go first because we do kind of know what Cassie thinks already in general about Top We know you're a fan. Uh-huh. We've established that. Uh-huh. I've seen the movie. I'm a fan. I'll just say that now. I think I've said that already on this show some other day. Mm-hmm. Mitch, you watched it today, at least partially at normal speed.
1: It was only the first 15 minutes sped up. But Why not, would you not just cause I had, skip the credits? I had bread to take care skip of. Skip
0: the credits. <laughs> Anyway. I was going to give you all that information. Mitch, what did you think about Top Gun Maverick? I liked
1: it. I uh, I, I liked it a lot. I was surprised with how much I liked it. I'm
0: amazed. It. I'm like genuinely shocked and to hear you say why, this.
1: Why? Just, what, why? I don't know.
0: I was preparing myself for you to be like a bit of a stickler on this one because it's very like capital B blockbuster, you know? I'm not like completely averse to blockbusters necessarily.
1: I do really like, you know, aviation action films was talking earlier like the aviator. Yeah, I, like well the it's not it's more of a the
0: ultimate action
1: film. But that film does get get into like the production behind Hell's Angels and those those early sort of um airplane epics, right? I love those movies and there's so many uh like through lines between those and the Top Gun franchise. It's just sort of like that for modern day. Um but both just sprawling epic affairs. And, yeah, I mean, I think that this film, I don't really care about um, a lot of the characters that much, especially, like, some of, like, the auxiliary characters that are, like, introduced. What, you're, you don't have, like, a deep, intimate, emotional bond to Bob? No. Wow. Believe it or not, no. Um, I don't believe it. And I don't really have a huge connection to the first film, so a lot of the legacy stuff that they bring up, I don't really care about. And I'm not really here for that movie for anything. I mean, I realize that a lot of people are when they go and see this movie. And it, it's got huge sort of fare for, for legacy viewers. And it's got just like huge vibes for like Boomer Dads who remember the first one fondly. And the soundtrack rips like a Boomer Dads barbecue. But... <laughs> No, all in all, through and through, I think it's a, it's a really well constructed action movie
0: that... I feel like if an old enough boomer saw this in IMAX, wouldn't it just like turn them to dust in the movie theater, though? It's a pretty extreme viewing experience. I didn't see it in <laughs> IMAX. There's like 4DX moving chairs now, Grandpa. It's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise is the only guy who can go see this movie without being like harmed. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, but... Uh, That's it, my joke for that. It's a, it's a fun movie and some really impressive stunt work. And I think the action, for the most part, is pretty trackable, like, easy to follow, considering it is, like, moving around crazy and just cutting in cockpits and (laughs) shout... Oh, that was close. And (laughs) Uh, shouting and just, like, man, turn over and break a break a roll. Garlic Jones. It's a a lot lot of that. But it works. And I really like the movie. That's understandable.
0: Yeah. Okay, great. So this is going to be a nice, positive Top Gun conversation. I love that. Cassie, I have a very important, maybe the most important question. Uh-huh. Why do you like Top Gun Maverick?
3: I just thought it was a great movie. I went to it not really knowing whether I would like it that much. And then I just like had my lid torn off by it. I was like, this is incredible. I saw yeah. it in IMAX opening weekend with two friends. We went out for beers right after and we just could not stop talking about the movie we kept trying to go to other subjects and then it's just <laughs> kept going like oh and another thing about top gun like it was one of those like yeah experiences where we were all flipping out a little bit so it was i loved it yeah. um i think it's really smart i think it's really funny i think it's just nice to have a big event movie that has no like green people or multiverses or sorry james cameron <laughs> 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 or anything Cassie like that it's see just that been, one, Jim. i haven't
4: <laughs> do, do you just intend been
3: to, to see avatar yes uh, probably not i've never seen the first one okay what's, and i'm that's, kind of guess, just yeah. when you told me that i don't mean to interrupt
0: your top gun thoughts when you told me that you didn't even see the first Avatar, i was amazed it's yeah not like no. everybody on earth saw that
3: movie. yeah just i see for me i was like of the mind that nobody saw it, but like it somehow became a phenomenon anyway without realizing right. that in order to become a phenomenon, Everyone had to <laughs> people see it. would have had to have seen <laughs> it. But no, yeah, no, just never saw it. Not, That's fine. not for me. It's not yeah, for we me. Yeah, we've got Top Gun. It's fine. Yeah, we've got to- I've got Top Gun. I'm yeah.
0: good. I had a very similar experience to yours in that it's it's not that I didn't necessarily expect to like it, but I was sort of like amazed at how much I did like it. Uh Like the high that I had immediately after seeing it where I was just like, wow, like they really went in there and did it. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the biggest things in the the fact that I get I get this off of the movie that despite having not seen the first one either means that I'm completely full of shit or they actually did this. But (laughs) I, I think this is a good way to approach like a legacy sequel borderline reboot if it maybe if they decided to make another one they could but they don't have to kind of movie i feel like we're getting a lot of like like star wars episode seven was like a full-on like reboot sequel right which is like they went on and made several more and like did whatever and obviously that was its own thing but i feel like we're getting more movies where it's like we make one more and then we could maybe keep going if we wanted to like they tee up all the like extra characters of the crew that we get mm-hmm. and the familiar relations are like if tom wanted to do another one and he took like a bit more of a back seat. we've got all these new guys and we can just go do that and i feel like they do a good job of balancing what you'd expect people are there for right both with like the action of it all but also like tom cruise jennifer Connolly antics right and like arguing in boardrooms and just tom cruise being cool Balancing that with actually, like, adding some element of, like, and here's new stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I think it does that in a really well-balanced way. I feel like in a lot of cases, movies like this either skew way too far to just being, like, it's the exact same movie almost verbatim. hmm Or there's so little connective tissue that it's, like, you just named this movie this. Right. But there's no real reason to... Have done that?
3: Yeah, no, it's it's like really well done.
0: Yeah, I the think like that, connection
3: to the first one, but not yeah doing what you said, where it's just the same movie again.
0: Yeah, I think that that is like one of the greatest times. I also just think like it looks great.
1: Hmm. Um, it's not like most blockbusters with how the how it looks and how it reads, right? It, it's it's so like legible, and a lot of it is is practical.
0: Yeah, like they, real uh, jets. Yeah, I do think it's – it's fascinating too because I saw – I am talking about Twitter too much in this episode. I saw on Twitter um, like a breakdown of one of the visual effects shots Uh and obviously like real planes and stuff. But like the amount of like visual effects work that goes into like altering the terrain because obviously they can't shoot it in locations that are actually that dangerous. Yeah. Because like – they're not professionals always. Right. <laughs> but like the way that they edit those backgrounds and landscapes is like completely seamless. Like you would never yeah. stop to think that they might have done that I while was, you're watching it.
1: I was listening to an interview uh, Simon Mayo conducted. It. I don't remember who it was with from the cast of Top Gun. But they were talking about... And yet you had to watch the movie on 1.5 times speed? You were watching interviews? Uh, this was like months ago. Ah. Um, but Convenient was, as a cop-out But he was talking about like how they fit like half a dozen, a dozen cameras, 20 cameras inside of a cockpit of one of these planes. And I, I think that that's just like astonishing that they, that they can do that. in the plane that's like, there's not that much room and they, they have like 20 things thoughtfully set up inside of that. And they just build this uh, elaborate way to, to do that, to make the the dogfights more engaging. It's, it's really cool.
0: Yeah. Loki, it does make me excited that if they're making, if it's the same creative team and they're making an F1 movie, What you could do with the camera work that they're using Mm. for that. It's already kind of what they already do in real life anyway. Mm -hmm. Like they have cameras that they put on like the helmets and stuff and on the cars. But it's like there is a it is shocking how immersive and direct this movie feels Uh in its action. And I think a big reason what makes it more exciting to watch is that it's not green people. And it's not <laughs> like a big blue laser, yeah, in the sky. It's, or you whatever. can relate
1: to it more, I think. Yeah. as much as you can relate to somebody who. And I mean, that- I am
0: famously a Marvel hater, so maybe that's my problem. Me but too. I I do. <laughs> Me too. Three hey! for three. Yay. Um, you like
1: Avatar though.
0: I liked Avatar. You don't need to like make my whole personality guy that likes Avatar. Guy,
1: do you hear this guy likes Avatar?
0: <laughs> I like Avatar. Fine, it's good. It's
3: Corey like, Avatar that's, Price. That's that's,
0: that's my your call, call sign Avatar. Avatar. <laughs> um. I will say Avatar, I think, has some of the best looking visual effects I've ever seen in general, but also in very specific. There are shots at night of that movie with people in the water and it's lit by something that's on fire. Mm-hmm. And the way that the water looks on people's skin and the way it's lit is like one of the most astonishing things. Like I, I feel like I, like, my jaw literally dropped in the movie theater. <laughs> like I was like, this shot's fucking amazing. Um, But I feel like Top Gun has shots like that too Mm -hmm. where like they're doing something very like acrobatic and dangerous seeming and they've got – they do so much with what ultimately amounts to like cut in shots of the planes and people's heads in cockpits. Mm -hmm. They make that feel very immediate and not just because they're claustrophobic but then like – they do so much with what is essentially head acting.
1: And that's always what's been like the at the center of like your aviation epics is just like cutting back and forth to like yeah. you know, the Red Baron with like his, his goggles and like flapping scarf or something. It's that's like that's what has always been at the center of these of these movies, and yet they're so interesting with how they kind of push the envelope and how they push their actors and people who work on it to the limits, flying these planes and doing these daring stunts. Yeah. But it's a lot of it is is head acting too.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, um, and then Tom Cruise does get that motorcycle as well, and he sails. And he sails. If he's not good at sailing, Tom Cruise is one. His Achilles heel is sailing. I believe in real life, he probably is. Maybe. Oh, that's why we need the sailing movie because it'll force him to learn. Top sail. Yeah, that's why we need top sail. Lower
1: the top sail. Am I remembering
0: that right? Like Jennifer Connelly's the one that's good at sailing? Yes. And
4: he's like fumbling around.
1: Now you're really in the Navy
0: or something it something? Really? Because like on a boat? In a reel? Like, I don't know, fishing maybe? (laughs) 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 There's a (laughs) joke in there somewhere if you look hard enough for it. Um, Mitch is on his phone now. He's completely given up with this episode (laughs) of the show. Um, So, yeah, I think like visually it's just it's gnarly it's very good and i feel like it's really well paced and it's uh shockingly short i know that's a low bar for a movie that is two hours and ten minutes long but this Mm -hmm. easily could have been like totally bordering on three hours for no reason your your
1: final sort of set piece is so well constructed and so tight and and full of surprises And and, and twists
0: separate it feels like a distinct thing from mm-hmm. the action earlier in the movie of like the training. Yeah. Like it's...
3: But it, maybe not... I wouldn't say it's separate because like part of what... This isn't an original thought. This has been said about this movie so many times. But like part of what makes this movie so good is that they make you watch you... They they make you watch them do the training yeah. so much. And then the payoff. Yes. Yeah, so that when you get oceans, to
1: the... Your yeah. Oceans movie. Yeah. Movies, separate like, they is plan a bad the heist word. and then yeah. they do it.
3: I, I guess I only... I am...
0: Separate is perhaps most accurate only for when they're trying to like escape. Right. But sure. no, I think it is a really good point actually that like the clockwork element yeah. of the timing of the you need to drop it here and then do this and then everything. Repeated needs to be failure coordinated.
1: until success. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it does pay that off really well. And I feel like it doesn't overstay its welcome with the training element shifting into the actual right. mission yeah. and then into that like climax. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like it all moves and then it's punctuated with all of the interpersonal stuff in a way that doesn't mm-hmm. feel like jarring at least i don't recall it feeling jarring there's a
1: lot of it that i don't really care about a lot of the interpersonal stuff but i don't think that that's really why i I gravitate towards this movie. I, yeah
0: I, I mean as you know some of that stuff's fun i don't think people are like super lauding the movie primarily driven on like the the character scenes you know what i mean? there's been a blackout in roku city oh no what happened <laughs> um, that was weird but um yeah like i think the primary selling point is how spectacular it is uh-huh. yeah and then it's just also it's nice and a benefit that it doesn't get super bogged down and
1: and the rest of it that all that interpersonal stuff is perfectly serviceable and fine i don't really care about the romance angle that to me feels you like- hate fun
0: yeah, I just hate seeing other people in love. <laughs> Don't tell Abby that. <laughs> no. She listens to this show, baby. I'll send her this one. <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> game over. Spy Kids 3 game over. Starring Glenn Powell Jr. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, no, I felt like the romance angle stuff... I-,
1: I didn't really remember who she was from the original film. And... Who cares? It's Jennifer
0: Connolly. <laughs> yeah, sure. Shut up. <laughs> but it's just like, I don't know. It's like, I was kind of whatever about that. And... What? You didn't think it was hilarious that like a, a the, the kid was like walking in on him, sneaking out? That was like funny enough. Okay. Just don't
4: break her heart.
0: Is that the kid's
1: voice? Yeah.
4: She's got to get off the Marlboro Reds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting really into menthols. <laughs> don't break my mother's heart. <laughs> Can you keep it down? I got school tomorrow. Jesus Christ. What are you doing jumping out the window? You're going to twist your ankle. Tom, (laughs) you got to be careful. At your age, you can't go running around like this. You can't CGI a bone back together, Tom. You got to rest. You can't hurt yourself. You you got building tomorrow, Oh, my God. I'm 14 years old. (laughs) Tom, You're making me tired just looking at you. People say I need to try to vape to get off this habit. I tell them to fuck off. Don't you break my mother's heart. I swear to God, Tom. I can't wait to see you in the hangar at the happy ending. I I I love the scene in the
0: movie where she's studying in the bar while they're talking. And she goes... What's the Pythagorean theorem Tom <laughs> she, I'm uh, doing my maths
4: She says maths for
1: some reason Nobody really knows. I, I like the part in the hangar At the end of the movie where they're working on the plane And she's like
4: where's the cooler You got some Mike's hard lemonade <laughs> Lying around She lets me just have one
0: It's one Mike's hard Tom My <laughs> life is so challenging I have to worry about my mother's love life And then I go to
4: school Tom, think about me for once. Oh Give my me God. a Mike's Hot Lemonade. I stay up late worrying about the price of cigarettes. And also my mother's heart. <laughs> Tom, I swear to God. This is like genuinely hurting my voice.
3: In the <laughs> it's hurting my voice. This on for That's so why I'm long. not trying.
4: <laughs> I'm 14 years old, Tom. Tom, <laughs> Tom, I grew up on the corner of diarrhea and heartburn. Do you know who I am? What does that mean <laughs> Who are you?
0: <laughs> anyway, that was, anyway, I thought that was a great. Pro- I feel like <laughs> that—that's the voice that they should have used when Sigourney Weaver played that teenager in Avatar. <laughs> also, did you know that
3: she plays a teenager? Sigourney
0: Weaver is playing like a fourteen-year-old in the new Avatar. Yeah, that's a huge. Uh, Louis She's Bob playing a, a CGI move. blue cat person teenager. Huh. Okay, that's it's a, a bold choice.
3: choice. That is a choice, Jim.
0: You're on, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> You're really going wild.
3: I guess that this is the first I'm hearing of it. It probably works pretty well. People aren't like Whoa! It's, surpri- it's surprisingly good. Okay,
0: um, which is interesting. Um, now that we're actually talking about like the people of the movie,
4: a completely accurate representation of the people in the movie. <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> um, were there any particularly like standout performance? We have like a full ensemble here, so like, was there any particular standout stuff? Is it just Tom? Are we all wowed by Tom's incredible charisma?
3: <laughs> it's mostly Tom. Um, but I thought Glenn Powell was great. Yeah. I thought Miles Teller was pretty good. There are scenes
0: where he's great and I. there are other scenes though where I'm like, mm, I don't know if we got the guy.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> great balls of fire?
3: <laughs> great balls of fire.
0: Um, no, that's fun. Great pulse of Fire is fine. You whatever. said you
1: had an issue with that
0: scene.
3: Uh, yeah, I just don't buy it. Like, there's it, no it, way. It a is shoehorned. Like, it comes, it's the, yeah. it's the
0: one thing that comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And you're and just like, oh, okay, he's like, funny guy. He's like, charismatic, everybody loves him, funny man.
4: Legacy hit with the same song as before.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. That is a little, yeah. Maybe that's what I'm well, thinking.
3: Well, it's not even just that. It's the fact that like this bar of like millennials can sing along with this song? Like no one knows the words to that song.
0: I could probably do the hook.
3: Yeah, that's and it. That's
0: about it. Mitch, sing that song right now. Any any of it? Goodness gracious.
3: Goodness gracious. Great ball. See? Of that. That's what the I part mean. Everyone knows. But in that so, bar, biggest, they're all singing every single word. Yeah, so
0: your biggest issue is song choice. Yeah. That's why your playlist
3: that's why I'm playlist. It, it should have been together. another song. They yeah. should have changed he should have still been playing the piano to evoke the memory. Right. But it should have been something else. Do you
0: have a song that you think would have fit best or better? Like no. P-
3: Shallow? Shallow? This <laughs> lady <I> got in <laughs> the doing some music for the movie. Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah. Heaven by Brian Adams. That seems, like- <laughs> 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 that seems like a good fit for that yeah. montage. <laughs>
0: that uh, sarah mclaughlin song for the spca <laughs> <laughs> but everybody's partying
4: <laughs> ah, this is the,
0: the wrong voice for no reason tom waits <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, the
0: teenage girls smoking cigarettes sings oh and God. sounds like tom waits <laughs> um that's a fair point i feel like i want to this makes me want to do a survey Of, like, asking various people of various ages if they can sing that song or not, and seeing what the cutoff is (laughs) to when they start being able to sing more than just the hook.
3: I don't think very many people at all can sing more than just the hook, like, even as you get older. So,
0: actually, let me here's a potential argument to that, though. Is it just like this group of people bandwagoned a weird song? like would that make it more believable if you just did it okay so i believe it it when it's
3: goose and maverick in the original top gun because i'm like oh this is like their song right these two bros just like love to sing this song yeah but when it's a whole bar that's (laughs) i find that hard to believe
0: yeah no that's that's fair and that's why i'm giving this movie three out of (laughs) ten um yeah that is a weird choice i would agree with that um I also think maybe one other complaint I would have about the bar as, like, a, f- a focal point for that is I don't think the dynamic between the different members of the group necessarily, like, is established amazingly. It's very, like, trite off-bat. Off it's
1: very just, like, meeting a bunch of people at a bar.
0: Yeah, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, they're, like, cracking jokes and goofing around, and it's like...
1: But- and this guy's an asshole!
0: Yeah, and it just, it feels like it's just sort of, like... They could have just as easily had like, you know, those like applause signs, that right. they have the, but you could just put one next to everybody. And it's like, this is this guy. This is this guy. Like, here's their archetype. <laughs> here's their archetype. And you can yeah. just do that. And like, that would just as easily set the scene as like the dialogue we actually get of just being like joke cracking to various degrees. But I guess there's only so many ways you can do that yeah when you're like here's eight people we have to yeah introduce like, a bunch of
3: people in a row like unless that. you're
0: doing like roll call like
3: i thought no i thought it was a good device to like introduce them all yeah and then it sets up the callback of like him getting thrown out of the bar right which is a really good callback to the first movie too
0: yeah this is what you miss when you don't see the first movie which i sort <laughs> of
3: famously don't
0: do all the time on this fucking show
3: uh well the callback to the first movie with the getting thrown out of the bar scene so yeah they throw maverick out of the bar and then the next morning they're like oh no he's our teacher but in the first one he's kind of hitting on this girl yeah and he's like singing to her as like he puts on like this big performance and then she's like no i don't i'm not interested in you go away and then the next morning at top gun she's his teacher so it's like kind of also, yeah.
0: it's incredible to think that she let him do a whole song before saying that.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, he does yeah. the whole song. Could have spared
0: him a lot of grief. Have, have any of you
1: ever read the right stuff or like seen the movie? No. Okay, because mm-hmm. I feel like if you read the book or if you watch the movie, like they there's this one sort of like bar that the test pilots all like frequent in the Mojave Desert, and. I feel like a lot of the outlandish behavior like great balls of fire or, or like a lot of the details about like the bell and ring the bell. And if you disrespect the person, you have to put your phone on the bar. You have to buy everyone around. All those traditions seem like the kinds of ones that are like cited in the book that the fighter pilots do. There is like a, a sense of uh, like, I think, authenticity in that space. Yeah. That, that it is believable that they that they have this sort of shared uh, and obscure kind of enclave and culture.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, yeah, yeah.
1: Don't know where that point's going. No, that's
0: just, sometimes <laughs> no, the, that's some, just like end of of great balls a of fire point, and you're good. <laughs> um, I do think that of everybody when we get those introductions and third third I think Glenn Powell is like the star. Uh huh. Aside from Tom Cruise, I think he's the most compelling yeah. other
3: presence we get. So, are you aware that? glenn powell auditioned to be rooster and wasn't cast ultimately i think i maybe did know that yeah That's and it. they wrote i believe they they either wrote the character of um hangman or they beefed it up a lot like they added a lot right. more for him to do in order to give that role to glenn powell but he was almost rooster and i can't help but wonder what that would have been yeah like. i'm trying to think i'm trying to picture in my head of if that's better because part
0: of what I think makes what he's doing so good is the beefed up hangman role. So I'm trying to picture what is the movie then if he's rooster and then they have like the dynamic is more singular, Mm -hmm. like Tom Cruise, that character directly. Like, I feel like part of what makes this work well is that Tom Cruise is like Maverick has his stuff and it's related to these people and then they have their own thing mm-hmm. that is amongst themselves separate from tom cruise and he just has to be there as like a mediating force right and it's like if that's not happening then it's like yeah maybe you lose a little something but mm-hmm. at the same time i do understand why they're like man we really want this guy in the movie though
2: yeah <laughs> so like
0: <laughs> we can't let him do devotion before he does this movie or else yeah. he's going to do the other plane movie before our plane movie.
3: That's not to say that I don't think Miles Teller isn't good as Brewster because he is. Yeah. But Glenn Powell is just so good.
0: Yeah. Also, he. <laughs> I'm trying to picture him as direct foil to Maverick and not like the roundabout, just like cocky guy. Right. But like really going at him. And I'm like, man, yeah, that's got legs mm-hmm. for sure. That's interesting. Now, but it also just makes me wonder, like, what's the next, like, Glenn Powell role that we're going to get? <laughs> like, what is Well, he- we've already
3: had Glenn Powell as a pilot again.
0: Yeah. And it's like, is he going to get a movie where he gets to just, like, really fucking go in like that? Man, I hope so. As, like, or is he just going to get, like, like, and this is no disrespect to rom-coms, but I feel like he's, like, either going to get, like, some other big action movie or he's going to be, like, rom-com lead for three movies. <laughs> like... <laughs> Cause he's like, he's got charm. Look at yeah. That he was
3: in set it up. Do you remember that one? I don't. It's, it's okay,
0: but he's really good in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think about the whole group, I think he's the standout. And then honestly, and this may be a side effect of not getting a rewatch in the rest of the group. While I think it's good, it all kind of blends together in my brain. Mm-hmm. Everyone else. Mm. i'm just sort of like they're all good i don't remember having any problems with anybody and they're like their performances i mean or like anybody sticking out
3: yeah i thought um phoenix was great yeah she's really good but that's also maybe just because she gets the most to do out of all of them besides yeah hangman and rooster it also
0: is a little bit of like oh finally we put a woman in this movie yeah finally okay <laughs> like wow
1: and she's gonna hit coyote with a pool cube
3: she hits rooster with pool cue. Oh,
1: sorry, sorry, rooster, not coyote.
0: <laughs> amateur, amateur.
3: <laughs> wow,
1: shoot!
0: <laughs> I got it wrong again. I'm smoking too many Marlboro Reds.
4: <laughs> oh god, I gotta catch my breath. <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: that was the genuine <laughs> that was the genuine inhale of a man who has smoked his fair share <laughs> of cigarettes. <laughs> I gotta stop smoking these Vietnamese street cigarettes Too many Marlboro. Do you think Tom Cruise has ever smoked a Marlboro Red? Like in his life? Well, no probably Or is he like not. one of those like clean Clean coal kind I of I think <laughs> <coal> he
3: probably <laughs> kind of I think he uh Probably in the 80s
0: Yeah he probably did some wild shit right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I do like that
0: the, this movie does have like echoes of that, but it does seem a lot more pedestrian. Like, there's something very funny about him ripping down an airfield in a motorcycle, but he's visibly an old man. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he looks very good for his age. He looks so great, that. and they definitely like, 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 uh, computer gooped him up a bit like kind of clean there's is, there's is a bit
4: of goop <laughs> cleaned
0: him up a little bit because when you see the goop. mission impossible promo before the movie and you're like oh this is like an old man yeah he's still very fit and looks great but it's like they're like smoothing him out for sure he's have you got- seen
3: him like recently does he's he look, like he rocking go- like a really like long hairdo right now oh is he going back <laughs> he's going back to the 90s maybe yeah <laughs> i don't know his hair is quite long he's growing and it, it for, looks good i like it he's growing it for the boat movie yeah
0: um, well, he does get marooned He gets marooned So true
4: Boy, He's barging I in I swear to fucking god It's not funny to come upstairs Just to clog the toilet And then come back down
0: <laughs> That was uh, our resident Kramer
3: Iconic Cam
0: <laughs> Cam McKendrick
3: Friend of the show
0: <laughs> So Did he, he Did he know we were recording because I asked to be in a mic? Or did he walk he walked past the window Dude, and saw Owens. us all here? Dude, that's so fu- So last time we recorded in here, yeah. he just walked in while we were recording. Just, oh, that's and we just so funny. talked for like five minutes and kept I was it in like, the end. Hey, how's it going? Oh, my God. What were we uh, talking about? Oh, yeah, Tom Cruise's hair.
3: Tom Cruise's hair. Yeah. yeah.
0: He's
1: being marooned.
0: He's being marooned, maroon. right. Like sort yeah. of a Wilson type situation. Yeah. But I do actually want to jump ahead because we're talking about the group. Can we talk about the football? Yes. Can we talk about the inspired dog fight choice of updating the beach volleyball scene by just being <laughs> like you thought you'd seen Golden Hour before, and you were <laughs> wrong. <laughs> you'd not even seen anything close.
3: Oh my god! To Golden Hour,
0: and yeah, dogfight beach football.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And. What more do I need to say?
3: Offense and defense at the same time.
0: It's beautiful stuff. I And like, I'm joking, but... I do genuinely think because of course the movie was gonna have a scene like that. Of course, they have to.
3: It's
1: there'd be outrage if they didn't. It was in the contract. They'd storm the projection room if it didn't happen. They'd storm,
0: They'd storm the projection. Has that
1: ever happened? Oh yeah,
0: probably. Yeah, probably. Many, many times. If, you said that with way too much confidence. There's Did like there's so something? many instances
1: of controversial films playing and then the projection room being stormed and the film being like ripped out and burned. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. That happens with like lots of really like morally reprehensible films in like the 70s.
0: And famously, Tom Cruise only lets Top Gun Maverick be screened on film. So you could <laughs> do that if you wanted. Oh my god. Um, I wish. This movie probably looks amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. On some film. Man, what a thought. Anyway. I think the football is like... I think it does a clever job of... Having the same silly tone while serving a similar purpose, but a different one to what I understand the beach volleyball scene to be about. Um, (laughs) To be honest, my primary understanding of the beach volleyball scene, it's like homoeroticism first. And then there's like 15 blank bullet points. And then there's probably something about team building, but mostly (laughs) people talking about how gay it all is. And then this doesn't feel like it's got that element to it as much. It is weirdly sexless for like a bunch of like ripped muscular people (laughs) playing around on a beach. But um, I do like that. They insisted that it have a training element to Mm -hmm. it somehow. It was like, yeah, you're on message. That's a good way to do that.
3: And then John Hamm comes to say, "Why are we doing and this?" Do and like John Ham is like the audience. Yeah,
0: I do think that having the awareness to go, do we need an audience insert character to go, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> and then rightly going, I, like I wouldn't be surprised if they wrote that scene. They're like, "We would need John Hamm to say that line." So who do we need to cast him as? To get to, so John Hamm is the guy who walks into the the beach football scene. Um, yeah, and then. I also think it's nice that um, we have uh, Tom Cruise as spectator, and he's just, like, letting him go. He just play for a bit. A little bit. A little bit. But I do like that he's, like, I think that, not to put too much weight on a simple thing, but it's, like, he knows when to take a back seat now. Yeah, I know. He's
1: maturing. He just enjoys a Marlboro Red in the shade.
0: (laughs) Is he a Marlboro Red guy? Is everybody here? I don't know. I think so. You think so? Yeah. Ah. No, I think Maverick vapes. I think he vapes (laughs) like crazy. (laughs) He's got got popcorn lung. He does it so much. He vapes like crazy. Yeah. Because like, it would fit with like all the the jet tech visualizations. Just hide a vape in there. Nobody would even know you had it. You could vape straight into like the gas mask apparatus. Just a lot of vaping. Um, I did think it was weird that there was a 20 minute montage of everybody vaping in the jets. But, like, you know, you got to fund the movie somehow. I yeah, guess it was they placement. just fill it with clouds. They just not, I,
1: like, how do they even see through? Them? I don't know.
0: Maybe that's part of like. Yeah. The one thing that I thought was underexplained in the training was the purpose of all the vaping.
1: Yeah. It's like, what does this really build you towards other than a nicotine dependency? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, they never really <laughs> That was too late. Am I right? Yeah. Um,
1: but they had to update it. I mean, all of the cast now is just addicted to little USB sticks very
0: contemporary the boomers hate it they love the music and they hate the vaping yeah anyway this joke is uh i think over now (laughs) yeah um i do want to say i think that when it came to casting the characters like um john ham's character and like Uh Ed harris's character it's like pitch perfect yeah they got the guys that Mm -hmm. they needed i agree like what was the last movie that Ed harris even did
3: he was in the lost daughter last year
0: oh was he yeah in my head i felt like he had been gone for a while and then he just like appeared in top gun and i was like oh
3: nice no the lost daughter is like the only one i can think of right off the top of my head though Mm -hmm. yeah
0: and john Hamm, like his year was like top gun maverick and like confess fletch and
3: skip the dishes commercials, the still dishes doing commercials.
0: so it's nice to see him like do something mm-hmm. yeah i
1: feel like like john ham's performance here feels a lot like everything else that john john ham kind of does like it doesn't feel remarkably different than his other performances but it it's still a fun he's just good stern like yeah mi- mili-
0: military don draper <laughs> fucking yeah just angry man yeah <laughs> And then Ed Harris is just, like, such a crusty, like, dude. Just, like, angry about everything. Just fucking hates Maverick, like, a lot. <laughs> just fucking hates that. And honestly, like, if I worked with Maverick, I don't know. Seems like a... Is this a bit? Are we being... Is this is a bit I have no happening? Idea. We might be being pranked. I have no idea. Just
3: find out.
0: Apologies for unexpected. This is genuinely not... A planned bit. Yeah, what? We're still finishing <laughs> Did he think you were done? No, I think he thinks we're done, yeah. We're still going. <laughs> yeah. Right, where were we? I don't know. We're getting glossed in the sauce a little bit here. Yeah. Do we have anything that we like super missed? No. Maybe maybe this is a sign that we've <laughs> been that we've been too severely derailed um, over extended periods of time. Is there anything that we've missed that we really want to point out of stuff that we particularly liked? Or do we feel like we've kind of covered it?
3: Have we talked about the Lady Gaga song? No. I saw her sing that live in August. Oh, it was that's all the- I wanted to say about yeah. it. Yeah. Was Nothing it great? Else. Yeah. Really important for me personally. Yeah.
0: That's understandable. <laughs> also i feel obligated to do this cassie cameron cameron cassie Hi. it was just i feel like there's no other way to do this No, <laughs> and this is staying in i just don't know how else to address this problem how the last time time we're to. right now. <laughs> um was it good live yeah 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 she's great yeah understandable was that like at the like was that like a rogers center yeah yeah what do we gotta do to get lady gaga to come to ottawa who
3: do she, we have to she's petition? She's been here. I she, saw her did, did, like 10 years ago.
1: Yeah, she came like... She came here... Did she come to Blues Fest like 10 years ago? I don't
2: I know if it was Blues Fest. I think
1: it
2: was CTC. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's just participating <laughs> in, the,
0: in the podcast. <laughs> this is getting real loose. Um. Anyway, so we all like Top Gun. For sure. We're all big... To- Cameron, do you like Top Gun? I haven't seen it. You should see it. Yeah, it's good. It. Um. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this is that level of professionalism we were talking about earlier non-existent <laughs> um because i've totally lost track of like where we were at and what we me to but i feel like we have more or less covered the big stuff mm-hmm. um people should see the movie if they haven't i would say that's how i feel about it me too that's i'll die on that hill um yeah and i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie to you. i've completely lost my train of thought <laughs> Um, so maybe, <laughs> so maybe we should just wrap it up. Right, let's wrap it. <laughs> oh, you. <thanks>. I've <laughs> never had this happen while trying to do a show. Um, okay. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the consensus is top gun. Good.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's what, you heard it here first. Um, Mitch, uh, do you have anything you want to plug before we go? Yeah. You can't I do, I yeah. do actually <laughs> That's not allowed
4: oh, This is This is Garlic Jones Come in Prepare for landing This is Garlic Jones Like ready to come in Oh no I'm hit I'm going down This will later. just kind of go on forever me, 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 if, probably, I, if we don't just
0: keep talking <laughs> He'll just keep doing it um,
4: episode That's mystery
1: Yeah, him and Tom
0: go a long way back. Um, Cassie, thank you very much for coming on the show. I'm sorry about whatever's <laughs> happening here at the end. This is sort of like uncharted, like Tim and Eric weird tone waters that I don't really know what to do with. But um, I hope it was a good time. I hope you had fun. Um, Do you have anything you want to plug <laughs> at all? No. No? If you... If you solve uh, our riddles, you can find her letterbox, but we won't say what it is. <laughs> you just have to figure it out. You have to use context clues. Um, but yeah, thank you. This was great. Um, I'm going to do the outro now. I'm going to try to not laugh the whole time. That's my promise to you. Mitch is just cleaning up. What the fuck? This, anyway. <laughs> We're not even done yet, and you're cleaning. Well, I'm waiting for you to do the outro. Yeah, I'm trying. Um oh also actually uh we forgot liam's not here but he did pick out a movie that we're doing next week um it's called urban legends of bloody mary and i don't know what that is and i asked him what that meant and he said uh we'll find out so he also doesn't know what, what it year is, is it like 2005 oh boy it's directed by the same person that directed pet cemetery the old one not the new one hmm i know that hmm. that's all i know um, thank you all once again for listening to this episode of they made another one. You can find us all over the internet on Twitter at they made another, which is all one word and a letterboxed at TMAO. This is much weirder to do with three people looking at you. You can find episodes on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher Breaker and everything else as they made another one. You can reach us via email at TMAO podcast at gmail.com with recommendations for future episodes, questions, comments, and what your jet fighter pilot call sign name would be. Our fantastic thumbnail art is done by Jade Dickinson, who you can find on Instagram at Jade Sketches. And with all that out of the way, we'll find out whatever the fuck Urban Legends Bloody Mary is next week on. They made another one? <laughs>